Listener Production. Spread your jams and drizzle your cereals. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Tyson, I feel like I got the real Melbourne experience. Oh, mate, you did yeah. at Casa del Dyson. Oh, mate, I could have told you, you got a lot more indoor plants than I thought you would. <laughs> Why? Don't Did think you I could do take that? Care of something? I, it honestly got to the point. I was looking around because, because for anyone who doesn't know, I came and stayed with Alex while we had our Christmas party mm-hmm. um, soiree. Yep. Which was basically me, Alex, and Bron going for a dinner, which was nice, yeah. very respectable. Yeah. No one doing anything um, untoward. And you allowed me to stay at your place, but you had to duck off for meetings. Mm-hmm. So I had the place to myself for a while. Oh, you had free reign. Oh, and I had a, fr- a key and everything. And I was <laughs> looking around. Trust me, I did some snooping. <laughs> Um, and the first thing I noticed, you got a big mirror in your bedroom, my dude. Certainly do. <laughs> that is... just that just got moved there. It is so big. Do you know why? Why? Because I had to put the bike where the mirror was. Ah. And because the bike was in your spare bedroom. Oh. And I'm like, Matt shouldn't have a bike in the room. What? So you moved the bike to where the mirror was and yep. you put the mirror in the your mirror room? Because the mirror was right next to the door. The oh. bike is now next to the door for easy access. And now in the morning when Daiso puts on his clothes, he can strut his stuff. <laughs> head to toe and more. And some, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but no, I went out while you were at your meetings. I went and uh, bu- bumped into Andy Lee, local uh, local tavern. Still still snooping around the area. Yeah, he was uh, doing a bunch of meetings, which was uh, very interesting. Um, and I uh, did a little bit of a... Um, Maybe consider me next time you're doing something, Andy. And he went, yeah, mate. And gave me the hollowest thumbs up I've seen in a long time. Um, but thank you, Andy. Hope you consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, then I tried to catch a train. How'd that go? Well, my Mikey had expired. Oh, mate. Which I didn't realise. But So then I had to buy a new Mikey. But as I was buying a new Mikey, the guy goes, the guy who works the train goes, oh, if it's expired... Just get a new one. Just go down to the office. They'll swap it for free. And I was like, great. So I walk all the way to the other side of the train station. I swap it for free. I go to get on the train. Someone walks past me and goes, no trains. What happened to the trains? The trains aren't working. No trains going inbound from your station because someone had crashed into the Punt Road Bridge. No, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. So that had, that had stopped. Then so they can't a... have trains running over because it might not be stable enough. You've uh, got to get yes, the engineers in. Exactly. Oh, so then oh, there's, there's Absolutely traffic. stitched up. <laughs> so there's traffic blocking the tram line. So it then wasn't... that's. The, the, every tram was absolutely heaving. <laughs> it was like a, a rave in every one of them, an absolute yeah. boiler room the old in every tram single cram. one of them. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I finally got in, and uh, and look here we you know here we are here we are together. So uh, we got a big show. We certainly do. Coming up today, you're going to be checking out a little bit of mind blown. I uh, did my angriest maths I've ever done in my life. Oh, what, what got you so angry about? Well, I'll maths? tell you about it very soon. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, there's two certainties in life, Alex Dyson. Death and taxes? Uh, close. One is that no matter what I choose, mm-hmm. it will be the wrong security line at the airport. <laughs> right? Like I, You try to game it every time. I, I, every time. I yeah. calculate it every time. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay, there's four different options, and I know that which one is the one. Always longest. I see people go yeah, through damn. minutes before me. Bro, you need to, I, get you need, I need to pass on some wisdom because I nail that every time. 
every time I also nail the length of my tie, like the behind bit oh of the tie my God, is always tie... perfectly no, just below the other bit. I have bit. to tie so many ties. No, add uh, taco fillings. You just, from the start, you all think the very first taco, you, I'm already thinking about the last taco <laughs> and the amount that'll be required to fill it without having to go and grate some more cheese. The other certainty is that I will make the wrong purchase. <laughs> Now, what I mean by this is, you know, you, when you just, when you set your sights on something, you say, mm. I need a new backpack. I yep. need a new computer. Oh, I need to buy a new microphone. I need to buy a new jacket. Yep. You start researching. Some people do. Yep. Yep. Guaranteed. I will buy the wrong thing. <laughs> I bought a bike recently. I've been looking right. online. So you were, you were researching for bikes. I was looking at bikes. Which one do I want? I mean, there's gears, there's single gear, there's. Mm. There's electric, there's different types of electric, pedal assist, there's BMX, there's races, there's hybrids. I was, I narrowed it down to what I thought was the best. Buy it, it can't get up our hill. <laughs> what do you mean it, it can't, can't get, get up, up your hill? It can't get you up got my electric hill at one. home, yes. I got an electric one. Even the battery on my electric one's like, nah, too steep. <laughs> It's so, it's like, so you're back to just pedaling anyway. You've got walking, the extra weight of a battery. I'm walking my electric bike up a hill. I, every time I do it, I might, I'm like, I'm hoping my neighbors don't see me. I spent that like more than a thousand dollars on this bike. The biggest indignity one can, that can befall someone. You're pushing your electric bike up a hill. <laughs> but the best thing, one of the, one of the selling points about this bike yeah. is that it's got a button on it mm. that when you are walking your bike, mm -hmm. it's called push assist. So the bike will just wheel itself while you walk. Oh. And I'm like, now I know why that feature's there. Cause I'm walking it up the hill every day. Well, when my dad rides a bike up a hill, you go angle it. You like sort of like Machu Picchu steps. You sort of going See, back and forth. Can you do that? It would survive on that, but where we live on a very busy street. So you can't be there, going across It's a thoroughfare. Yeah. So then mm. people are just going to end up. Why don't you just ride it up the footpath? Oh. We don't have a footpath. See, what did I say? <laughs> what did I tell you about purchases? I do the wrong thing every time. I bought buy the wrong without thing. footpaths. Bought the wrong house with the wrong bike. And what was I complaining about when I thought, oh, yeah, and I can't even get there because I end up stuck in the security line for too long. Mate, that's that's really rough stuff. So, um, I I had a purchase that I regretted recently. Oh, okay. What? Because, I mean... You know, I mean, you're, you sort of, you splash out the cash a little bit, I guess. Occasionally. You, you occasionally food and treat yourself. These days is what I, is most of my money spent on. I actually don't want to, I, if I looked at how much money I spent on food and beverage in a year, I'd, I'd, I'd weep. Yeah. Well, don't because I've come up with a new form of math. Yeah. Why? What? You know, cause girl math's pretty popular now. You can justify a purchase th through all sorts of different Wait, calculations and what's permutations. What's yeah, girl math? Girl math. Bron, Bron, can you please? Mate. You... I don't need you to tell me, Alex Tyson, okay? The world <laughs> Bron, has had enough. Bron, leave this to me. I'm going to mansplain this. Thank you. The world has had enough of guys telling us what girl issues are. What? Go on. What? It's been popular the last few months. It's basically like justifying a purchase yeah. by being like, you know, you could do it through cost of, say, you an expensive dress. Mm -hmm. If you wear it, say, you know you're going to wear it maybe... 10 times you've got guaranteed in your head, you're like, well, basically that's, you know, if it's a thousand dollars, it's only a hundred dollars per wear. Mm. Then it's basically. I sell it afterwards yeah. for this amount. Oh, so yeah. I'm basically making money yeah. on this. Yeah. Like that. That's great. Mm. Oh, that it's very, very good. good. That's solid. That's, that's, yeah. Oh, Girl it. math makes it sound like it's not 
really good maths. I don't know why. Well, because you're I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It just sounds like, I mean, maybe even We're woman saying, maths like, it or maths something. like a girl or yeah, something well, like that. Yeah, well, like I just, I thought it was going to be something like, you know, stereotypically ditzy or something, but that's actually really good economics. It should can be, be called it's girl economics. Some, some and I'm like, that's, that's really great economics and breaking it down. Others I've watched and I'm like, well, that's delusional. Why? Like what? <laughs> because it's just, you're spending money. <laughs> you're not saving money, you're spending it. And so buy it if you want it. But don't trick yourself into thinking you're saving money. <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, if I've, I wear it once, you know, 10 times, that's only $100 a wear. That sounds like too much. Yeah. Oh, people, <laughs> like, I saw a video of people justifying Taylor Swift tickets the other day. And it's like, well, I'm not sure that you are making money off this transaction. But so what, again, what's your, what's so your bromance? What's your bromance? July 2023. You know, my, my one, you what? know what I did the other day? What? Outrage maths. Ooh, okay. I was outraged. Because I made a purchase, right? Was out getting some dinner. Mm-hmm. Thought to accompany these tacos. Do you know what I wouldn't mind? Mm-hmm. Some fried cauliflower. You know, they're like little bites, cauliflower bites. Oh yeah, they do like buffalo bites or something like that. Like mm-hmm. a bowl. It's instead of a bowl of chips. You know. Yes. You're getting these little bits of cauliflower, right? Yeah. Like a little fourteen bucks. Get that little side, so we can share. Fourteen dollars mm. for the cauliflower. It was fourteen bucks. Yeah. So you assume how much are you getting a big bowl? You'd be getting at least a whole head of the flower. You'd be thinking you'd be getting a buddy half head. You'd be getting the head and then some. You'd be going down the neck and the shoulders, hopefully, by for that fourteen dollars. Because I've been in the supermarkets, it's two dollars fifty for a half collie. Yeah, for a half cauliflower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't get a half collie. I didn't get a quarter collie. I got six collie florets <laughs> for my. They brought the little <laughs> container. There was like six little, you know how they're like little trees. There were six of them, <laughs> six little trees. I'm like, this is outrageous. Well, well, okay, well, what were they coated in? Were they coated in a batter or some like Not spices really. It was just stuff? sort of spiced. Yeah. Spiced collie. Yeah. So I'm doing this and I'm looking at my six florets and I'm like, you know what? I am outraged. So I get the calculator out. <laughs> oh, no. Right? Not at 14 bucks, six florets. <laughs> that's $2.33 recurring per floret. <laughs> It's outrageous for those little things. You could get a half collie. You could almost get a whole collie for $2.50. I, mean, I could have bought six whole cauliflowers for that amount. Well, Imagine all know, the bloody buffalo collie I could have after that. Now you know I was how outraged. a prawn I did outra- feels. Outrage math. Now you know how a prawn feels. <laughs> all right? You ever gotten a prawn curry from somewhere? Oh, yeah. $36, three prawns. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You need multiple prawns at a curry. Oh, so then you're paying 12 bucks a prawn. 12 at least. uh, Mate. I mean, they got the stripes on them for the tiger prawns. You're paying like 30 cents a stripe. What about? (laughs) On your tigers. What about? We used to go to this Chinese restaurant a lot in Sydney, and I loved it. Twelve pan fried dumplings. That that was about twelve dollars. Perfect. A plate of stir fried green beans. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Why are the greens so expensive at the Chinese restaurant? Eighteen dollars for a plate. You've of got green to grow beans. and nurture and feed a pig. Someone needs to slaughter that animal, mince them up, throw in some chives, make the dumplings. They're half the price of a single bok choy. With some garlic and mushroom. No, mate, it's an absolute... I'm outraged now. This is catching on. It's outraged maths. <laughs> when you do the maths, you get more and more outraged. Bron, do you have anything that you're outraged by the price? 
outraged by the price of? Just everything at the moment. I know. Well, I mean, we were talking about $15 pints right now mm. that are just going around. That's just standard. You know oh. what I don't like is that wine used to be the cheaper alternative to getting a cocktail, Ooh. but they're getting up there to like, oh. some places are like 18 bucks yeah, a glass. Yeah, $20 a glass, a glass is, yeah. is, is completely reasonable now. Like you may as well just get a cocktail. Oh, yeah. What about when I went out for a drink with Kyron? They said, oh, what sort of red do you have? I don't like it too fruity. That's it. Oh, what about this one? He's like, yeah, that sounds good. Come back. It was a $32 glass no. of wine. <laughs> no. You've got to give someone a heads be, up I mean, if you're cracking the 20s. You have to. You've got to give someone a heads up. up. Anyway, we asked you about what was your outraged math. Chris said, going to university. Yeah. If you're sitting in lectures, mm. calculating what you're paying for this person at the front to drone on, it, that's that's outrage math. Well, then when, when you start paying it back, that's when you realise, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That three years cost me $60,000. What the heck? Um, Christy, <laughs> as a kid, my husband would trade his $2 coins for his sister's 50 cent coins. <laughs> I see. Size-wise, good deal. Um, but no, I didn't realize that it, the $2 coin, more valuable there in legal well, tender. That, to be fair, that just sounds like the original crypto. <laughs> Here, I'll give you... You give me your... <laughs> Your two dollars, and I'll give you this thing worth substantially less. <laughs> um, well, I can me and uh, me and Christie's hubby's sister might have some financial advice to um, to share with each other. Hopefully, your, all your purchases are not making you get outraged. The good thing is, all day breakfast is free, so you're welcome. You know what really annoys me? Taxi drivers. Well, yeah. I mean, you know that. No, 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 no. Only dishonest taxi drivers. True. Okay. Um, it annoys me that that my my daily Wordle group, the group that I send my daily Wordle results to, Dan Anstey is a part of that. He's uh, breakfast on Triple M in Brisbane. Doesn't mm. believe that I got it in one. Straight up just says I'm not. Oh, you cheated. Yep. Says no one would have guessed Globe straight up. Mm. How dare you, Anstey? Well, I'm surprised you guessed globe because you told me that you don't put an E on the end in the first word because you play it on hard and I that know. gets you in a loop. I know. So I'm skeptical. I know. And that's the thing. I went against it because I wanted mm. to do something for my daughter, Sophia. Uh, I said, I'm willing do to something. blow mm. my streak for you. All right. Also, you should know that I am quite into globes because they were my shoe of choice when I was in year nine, trying to be extremely cool for the girls at the cool bench. All right. My friend Busy told me, bro, mm. you got to leave those old sneakers at home. Get yourself either some SMPs or some yeah. globes. So I what? got a belt as well. Yeah, the SMP little... belt. Oh, God, that was it. <laughs> what we should do, we should do the definitive ranking <laughs> of mid-2000s skate brands. Bro. Remember Echo, like with the rhinoceros? Yep. Boku, you see, maybe you didn't Boku? have Boku when we were, when you, did you, do you, then you got Boku? the Fubu Dada Wu-Tang Trio, <laughs> which if you had the shirts or the hoodies of, that was pretty big. I remember my friend said, check out this, it's a new cool brand, it's called Ezekiel. I remember mm. we had an Ezekiel top. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. No, look, it's all, it's all coming back now. 90s is, 90s DC is, is shoes. very in. A lot of people had them. Bron, you're agreeing with us. 90s is very in. It is very, and I, I was agreeing with, I had DC shoes. There you go. Well, I mean, that's why they're doing all these remakes. I mean, you might've seen it on ABC, Mother and Son being remade recently, <laughs> but 
Apparently, we're not the only ones bringing stuff back. No. Um, Wonka, have you seen the new Wonka? Yeah, it doesn't look that good. Oh, I see. I, did, I didn't know. It's Hugh Grant, the Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And he's it's just one Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa, isn't Plays it? them all. Plays believe, them all. Yeah. And that was the same but with Timothy's the Johnny Depp just, version. I mean, Gene Wilder was so good at it. You never knew if he was innocent or a little bit, you know, creepy behind the eyes there. Um, but Timothy, from the footage I saw in the trailer, just wasn't, wasn't. You reckon he is creepy or he's Didn't have that creepy. same aesthetic. Is it Charlie in this one? Is Charlie in this new Wonka? No, this is a prequel to Willy Wonka's, like, getting ah. the chocolate factory, I think. Oh, so this is origin story. Yeah. Uh, gritty this origins <laughs> of Wonka. <laughs> yeah. So what happens to Wonka to make him, like, the crazy Everything goes lunatic that he is? Wonka. <laughs> 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 My favorite thing about Hugh Grant is his middle name. What's his middle name? Do you know it? I don't know his middle name. How is it common knowledge? I think it's common. I've seen a few articles come up every year about. Okay, it. wait, wait. Here's a question. Here's a question. Does does Hugh Grant's middle name fit with his other two names? Not at all. Well, it does and it doesn't. Okay, um, I'm going to is say. Gr- I'm trying to think of like a thing that would connect, <laughs> and all I can think of is it's a bit like Rant Dog, which. Hugh Grant is like huge rant. <laughs> it's, I want a huge it's, rant. It's close-ish. Oh, is it huge D rant or something like that? No. Can I say? Yeah, well, yeah, okay, go. Is it some real British one like Biffy Boffin or something? Yeah. His middle name is Mungo. Mungo. Mungo? Hugh Mungo. Crash. Humo- no, it's not. Surely it's not. Be- it is. It is. No. Hugh John Mungo Grant. That has to be a Wikipedia edit. No, his name is Mungo. Hugh Mungo. Hugh Mungo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is a band called Mungo Jerry who sang the song mm. In the Summertime. Didn't, is, wasn't that Thirsty Merc? Yeah, wasn't that Thirsty Merc? There's another song called In the Summer. In the summertime where the weather is oh, fine. Oh, yeah, Mungo Jerry. Humongo Grant. I guarantee Humongo Grant is real. All right. Well, uh... Okay, well, thank you. I mean, that, that we have got a mind blown a little bit later today, so I wish you'd told me that for, uh, <laughs> right now. But um, what else about Hugh Grant do you know? So he, I saw an article that came out that was saying that he hopes his kids like Wonka because he was in Paddington too, and apparently they hated it. Or they, oh. was, they were scared of it. Oh, goodness. Well, I don't blame him. I mean, some of, the, some of these kids' things, these kids' movies... It can be pretty scary. Like, I remember everyone loving Monkey Magic back in the day when I was growing up. Do you remember Monkey Magic? What's Monkey Magic? You know Monkey Magic? I don't know Monkey Magic. You know Monkey Magic. That won't help us know it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a show from the 70s and 80s Ah. slash 90s, which came back more recently. Monkey. You don't know Monkey? Is that the, like... The Asian film, like sort of kung fu, sort of yes, yes, that they was do called a lot Monkey of kung Magic. Fu. And there was a character called Pigsy that was on SBS. I got to tell you, there was a character called Pigsy, and I was literally terrified of Pigsy. I, I couldn't watch this show because every every afternoon after school, 
if Pigsy came on screen. And then when I look back on it now, it's just a guy with like, show you a photo it's of like basically a guy with a pig nose. And I was like, eh, I couldn't watch it. I had to ask like everyone yeah. to turn it off. Yeah, damn. In fact, he didn't even have a pig nose. Oh no, wait, he does. He has pig. He has pig-like ears. Look at him. Okay, come over here. You look at Pigsy. That's not much of a. Oh, well, he turns into a pig there. Yeah. I just got really scared. I just didn't like like that. Look at that. Look at yeah, him being that a pig. Yeah, that is pig prosthetics on a man's face. Yep. <laughs> I, that was terrifying. Did you ever get? Were you ever scared of anything when you were growing up? I was scared. I used to have bad dreams that involved the character Raskar Kapak, who was a Peruvian mummy unearthed in the Tintin series <laughs> Seven Crystal Balls. And Raskar Kapak um, was through, through like sleeping gas crystal oh, balls yes. and knocked everyone out. So in my dreams, I do. It was one of the earliest dreams I remember. I was at primary school, right, hanging with my friends. And I there's an announcement over the school speakers. And it says, can all students please keep away from the hieroglyphics which are on the wall <laughs> next to the quadrangle? And I was, we were sitting near them with my friends. I tell a really hilarious joke. Everyone starts laughing, throwing their heads back laughing. I laugh as well and lean against the hieroglyphics. And then Raskar Kapak opens a trap door and pulls me in ah! to the hieroglyphics. And that was a recurring bad dream that I had. <laughs> Raskar bloody getting in the dreams every night. That was awful. <laughs> Uh, I had every single Tintin book, by the way. Seven Crystal Balls? Every single one of them. Every, I had a special edition of Seven Crystal Balls. Damn. It was the double. It had two, two of them in. Uh, Bron, what, what you used to get scared of? Um, character? I was scared of... Oh, you guys know I was scared of Michael Jackson. I <laughs> yeah. still am. I, I still need to send you that link. There's this game. There's this game. It's like a first-person shooter, but you're just running through a world and just a, a photo of Michael Jackson is chasing you through the world. So you just got to get away from this face and it's just following you the whole way. You should and definitely it's, it's play doing it, that. And as it's going, it's going, hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> Coming after you. <laughs> I need to look this up for you, Bron. That's my I want nightmare. you to play it. I really um, want you to play this no, game. Thank you. Well, Bron is Michael Jackson. We asked you as well what scared you back in the day. Alici said Oompa Loompas from the original film were pretty terrifying for me. Oh, okay, yeah. Um... Kate Marie said the Grinch. Uh, uh, Emma said Jim Carrey. He was too unhinged. To <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too scary. Um, 12 Jelly Beans said steam trains. 35 years later, if I hear one and can't see them, I'm terrified it's hunting me down. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not on oh, tracks, no. usually with trains, you're fine. At some time, sometime in 2024, we should just put a little chooch in our, um, oh, in the in our pod. Just hide it. No, poor 12 <laughs> jelly beads. We won't put a old steam engine <laughs> thing. Although near my house, because I live near a train station, sometimes a steam train goes through and it does like during the night time and it'll make that sound at night. Well, did you see that that, uh, that train spotter, Francis... No. Have you seen him? Francis Bourgeois? Is that his name? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The guy that um, has that fisheye lens pointing directly yes. at his head as he enthusiastically waves at the trains he likes. Yes. And like everyone loves this guy because yeah. he's so wholesome and he yeah. just loves these things, mm. right? But then there's a little bit, a little schmidgen of um, kind of controversy. I wouldn't say controversy because he came to, because he was in Australia recently. So with yeah, two other influences. That's right. Yeah. And then. These news reports are saying, oh, Tourism Australia paid them 
to be here. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's it. The news articles are like, can you believe it? Yeah. They paid them. I think the total was $90,000 to get these three influencers who have millions and millions and millions of followers. To yeah. Come to to try and get and their UK followers to come to Australia. Yeah. And guess what? It worked. And I think it was money really well spent. I think it was yeah. like, I think it was a bargain to be honest. I would have thought I know it'd be more than ninety k. Influencers that are flogging, yeah. you know, sunglasses for like hundred and thirty k each. So, like, I would say, I'd say, yeah, pay on, keep paying. Choo choo. Um, HR puff and stuff says Jesse. Uh, Kate, afraid of moths, and I'm still terrified of them. V- uh, Venera said the rage commercial. Oh, yeah. Rage! Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> Rage. <laughs> it's all the discordant because the yeah. faces are so wide. Yeah. We should do a national, like, imitate the rage commercial. I was like, see who could get closest to it. It was like, it. you know, Kira Peru did the, um, got us to do the corn. It's like we could do that. Yeah. With rage. All right, we'll keep it on the keep it on the ideas bank for 2024. The outdoor toilet at midnight, says Jay Tinney. Coraline, says Naomi. That is not a kid's movie. Stace didn't like the theme song for the X-Files. There are a few X-Files episodes that I oh, shouldn't have watched as an eight-year-old. So freaky. And also Paul Jennings stories. Yeah, they're a bit The busker. A bit crazy as well. Justin said, those damn dancing Chinese dragons to the loud drums still scare me. <laughs> they can be like the head <laughs> going up and down. It's like looking at you. It's eye, eyelids are like flapping at you and it's flying around. You're like... Uh, and you know which way they're going to go. You're, like, so many legs you're standing coming out. there, part of the crowd. Yeah, and it's in the middle of it. You don't know if it's going to come and face you. And... <laughs> head in your face. Head in your face. Like, oh man, out of my grill, dragon. And Kath <laughs> just says, "People's eyes being open too wide." <laughs> <laughs> How wide is too wide? I do not know, Kath. Well, I remember. But... I remember being over at a friend's house. You know when you you know when you're young like in high school and like you all go over and hang out, have like a party or a gathering. Mm. And I remember two people starting to make out. At the party. At the Well, it wasn't a party. We were all just hanging out watching TV downstairs and they just started making out on the couch. Around everybody? Yes. I mean, it was, you know, we were all like. Not even going outside or, or something. Or, oh no. my goodness. So then I turn around and I'm looking next to me and this person who's making out with someone else is just looking directly at me. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I was like, ah! Close your um, eyes. Now I know why you did it to. um, I know that guy thinks I did it to him. I didn't do it to him. Frenchie podcast. (laughs) I didn't do it to Tom. Mm, Well, anyway, let's move on with the show before Raskar Kapak comes out of these hieroglyphics (laughs) that are somehow in this studio. (laughs) Ah! Now it's time for Mind Blow. 
That's right, Matt O'Kine, you've got a fact for us that is potentially make our heads explode. Well, look, I, I've got a couple of facts for you because I've, you know, I, I keep these things in the kitty um, across the weeks and years and sometimes they don't all make it. Right. So this is, given it is the last mind blown of the year, you're going to, you know, empty out the chamber. Yeah. I thought, let's clear the notes. Let's clear start the with a new pad, to, you know, as of 2024. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so let's just, let's just, you know, just, just, Go I'll on, just then. fire a few at you. Go on, try and blow my mind. All right, here we go. What about this fact? Okay. Electrocution, the, um, form of executing someone via electricity mm-hmm. first originated in 1889. I just find that for some reason, well, I feel like it's been around for a long time, but obviously it's only been around since we started harnessing electricity, which is, I think that's interesting. <laughs> I think that's interesting. So wait, you're trying to blow my mind <laughs> by saying that we, you, <laughs> that electrocution as a form of corporal punishment has been around since we started using electrocution in our lives. Yeah, but when you actually think lives. about it, you know, I'm like, oh, I would have thought it's been around for a long time. I mean, the death well, penalty seems to be around forever, so I'm like, Yeah, but other than putting someone out in a field and hoping they get struck by okay, lightning. Okay, fine. <laughs> Mild. Grown. What about this? Have you ever heard of Centralia, Pennsylvania? Centralia, Pennsylvania? Yes, okay. Is this that is... a, a, um, a spin-off of the kids TV show Angela Anaconda? It does sound like a place that you would want to go, but I tell you what, it's not. Because in 1962, a coal mine fire started and has been burning ever since. There is now (laughs) five official residents as of 2020. In the town? The whole area has been reclaimed because, and there's a few arguments about what happened in this particular thing. Some people are saying that there was a little bit of um, flammable material in a nearby rubbish dumping situation. So the mm. rubbish, so the trash people put rubbish in an old abandoned coal mine, and then things caught fire, and then it spread throughout the entire network of coal mines underneath it, and everyone had to get evacuated. And all the coal the, started the burning, and has not years. stopped burning since has what not, year? Since 1962. Yeah, they'll give him mind blow for that. <laughs> It's a long burning flight fire. Thank you very much. I'm mind blown that five people still live in the town. Well, they they reclaimed it. Everyone's like, you got to get out, otherwise, like your the, the land is not even worth anything anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have to like <laughs> we have to reclaim. Yeah, it's pretty good. That three bedroom, <laughs> two bathroom, <laughs> perennial fire <laughs> beneath the earth. But I believe that the five residents would just be people who are like, well, I'm gonna die anyway, you know. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I was, either the mind takes me or, uh, you know, a heart attack, whatever. So I'm assuming that that's who those five people are. Also, geez, it'd be difficult to get over eight, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd take ages. But it would be warm when it arrived. That'd <laughs> be the only place on earth that that happens. <laughs> All right, what's, what's next? Are you trying to blow um, my you mind? Amar Bharati. Amar Bharati. Amar Bharati is an Indian um, at Sadhu. Um, who is known for, um, Asadu, by the way, is a, um, religious, I don't know what this word is, ascetic? Aesthetic? Any holy person. Oh. Um, who so has renounced is, is their, an actual person who's a holy yes, person. Who has claimed to have raised their right arm mm. in the air 
for 50 years. Have you seen this? images yeah look i've seen this dude it's it, this is one of the guinness world records like you always see the person's withered arm because he was holding it up as a it's bit so of a, it's so thin yeah it's, it's literally super. like it's like a bone everything's drained just, out of it yeah and he's just been yeah holding it up. Nah, sorry ah, all right fine mild, mild. Grown. two groans and a uh and a win i mean that's not bad not That's too bad. But bad. let's see what our listeners can do. We always encourage you to send us the mind-blowing facts that have been absolutely befuddling you across the week. And this week's mind-blowing comes from Ben. Hi, guys. Got a mind-blowing fact for you. On April 11th, 1954, nothing happened. Nothing at all. There was no headlines. It was the most boring day in history. April 11th, 1954. Matt's going straight to the internet machine. I'm I'm confused. Why? There's literally no Wikipedia article of anything happening. Well, the Atlantic says was April 11th, 1954, the most boring day in history. (laughs) Um, I mean, what's ten days after April? Cambridge, Cambridge computer scientists have determined it to be the most boring day in history. Wow. Okay, or at least of the past 110 years. They do note, though, that on April 11, 1954, on that day, a general election was held in Belgium. Okay, Okay. a Turkish academic was born. That was uh, Professor Atala. Mm. And an Oldham athletic footballer called Jack Shufflebotham died. Apart from that, nothing much happened. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> if you're Jack's parents, I'm sure, you know, friends and stuff, I'm sure that would be bad. Worst day of their lives. Yeah, if you're yeah. Professor Atala's, you know, parents, then that would be the greatest day of their life. Mm. And everyone in Belgium, I'm sure they thought something happened. Yeah, elections aren't the most interesting things, though. Nah, they, they, yeah. I mean, look, I, I could imagine, all, if these are the three things that the news station... And a media site was able to get yeah. information from. I tell you what, our generations, the young generation now, would dream of a world <laughs> in which the <laughs> the craziest thing that happened was a Turkish academic gets born. <laughs> We've got bloody floods in Cairns, wars overseas, people in America doing all sorts of wild stuff. It's just world-changing events <laughs> all all the time now. We've had some doozies over the last yes. few years, that's for sure. Yeah, give us, give us April 11th. You know what? <laughs> We're coming up to, what is it? It's going to be on April 11th, night 2024. It'll be the 70th reunion <laughs> of the most boring day ever. Bring it back. Bring it, bring <laughs> bring it, it back. back. Bring it back. Um, we're going to have a party for the most boring day in history. Thank you, Ben. I think we're going to have to lock that in because yeah, those are the kind of times. We'll just have the m- most boring party of all time. Yeah, and let's have, nothing and let's, much and you can send in the most boring talk back and the most boring stories. And yeah. Let's do it. Let's bring boring back. <laughs> the world needs a bit of boring right now. We're bringing boring back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining mm. us for another all day breakfast. Hey, we've only got one one show left. That's it. We are going to be taking a top bit of time off over the Chrissy and summer period. So tomorrow is going to be our muck up day. Ooh, <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty pretty chill tomorrow. Yeah, we're listen gonna in. Have, you've, oh, no, you sent us some ask me anything, so we're going to answer a few of those tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We did get some ask me anything. A long list that Bron has been um, compiling, and I do believe. Bron and our editor Link have been working on a little something special to sign oh. us off with. A few of the highlights 
or low lights oh, no. of our time together All for right. 2023. All right, well, let us not, um, you know, hold back any longer. Let's just end the show now so that we can start tomorrow and dive right into it, hey? Let's Hope do you it. have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Christmas is my favourite time 